Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. What's up? It's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, episode 108. Yeah, man. It's been a little while, but uh, we've, we've been serving you up some, some quality content. We've had a interview with uh, an awesome photographer named Neil. Neil we had, Rules. We got a uh, badass interview with a prog band called Sense of Gravity. And uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a busy few weeks, man. Yeah. My name's Kevin Deers. My name is Ian. And that's Ryan the Beard. Hey, what's up? You, you got s- a raspy-ass voice, Ian. I know. I've been sick as f- you still got that claw me mouth rolling? Yeah, it's because I was hanging out with your grandma last week. Oh, Ryan's yeah. grandma's dead, dude. She is. Oh, that's f***ed up. I skipped the funeral to help you turds out. That's up, man. Are you yep. serious? No. I was going to say, f*** you, Ryan. That's f***ed up. Use that against us. Seriously, we, we didn't tell you to do that. Uh, for real, though, I have the death rattle going on in my lungs there. Yeah, you do. I breathe too hard and I'm like... <laughs> Speaking of which, too many of them bong rips. Too many of those high-powered bong rips with those uh, high-powered bongs. I lost my bongs. What? What? I don't know where my bongs went. I moved and I can't find my bongs. Oh man, there is a serious box going on around there that with with some bongs. I think it Josh stole them. Yep, somebody took them. Anyway, uh, what what the f- been going on with you guys the last couple weeks? Ryan, Ryan, what's up? Tell us a story, man. Uh, you got an interesting life, Santa Claus in, in training. Yeah, so. My girlfriend uh, came home and she just said, "Hey, you got to try this new ice cream that I got. It's really good." Okay. And uh, so I ate a big bite. Was super into it. It's like, man, this is amazing. This might be my new favorite ice cream. What, what kind of ice cream? Is this? What, well, like, what said, was in it? It's Jimmy Fallon flavor. Ah! I got ah! fooled. <laughs> she gotcha. It's still really good ice cream. I'm just really frustrated because I hate Jimmy Fallon. Well, uh, did she know that? Did she set you up for that? Oh, she totally set me up <laughs> for it. And that's the problem. Is like, I still want to eat the ice cream. But as I'm eating it, there's Jimmy Fallon's dumb face staring at me from the f***ing container. So, Ryan, how was Jimmy Fallon's cream? <laughs> oh, God. You had to take it. You got to get like a Ooh. Sharpie and draw a mustache on it or something. Uh, Put a mohawk on him. Yeah. Not happy about it. <laughs> Ultimate first world problem. Just got but... some gnarly coughs in the background. Yeah, I'm dying, man. But I'm here. I'm you here. are here. It's going to uh, get the rest of us f***ing sick. Hey, that's why I stole the hand sanitizer off the front desk. See, I, and it says front desk, so it makes me feel bad about it. <laughs> Not really. I'm going to use it, though, right now. It's okay. Good call. Just take a Sharpie and cross it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one episode, I start, I took a hand sanitizer. I was just flinging it at Ryan. He got so bummed. Ew. I was just, like, shooting it at him. Dude, I was, I was <laughs> not happy about there that. There used to be a hand sanitizer thing in the main booth there where it was kind of clogged. So the first time you hit it, it would just, like, out, like, 10 feet across nice. the room. And I forgot for, like, four weeks in a row. Be like, oh, yeah, that was a mighty... Mighty shot there, sir. The money shot of the, uh, yeah, okay. The uh, Sammy shot. Couple, the Sammy couple shot. things I want to say and just get out of the way. Today is the 125th anniversary of the city of Seattle. Wow. So awesome. Whatever that's worth. It's also the final Black Sabbath show. Yes. R.I.P. in the Birmingham. So that is, I'm sure we'll elaborate that down the road, but uh, this weekend, my best friend found out his girlfriend was cheating on him. Ooh. <sighs> She's scandalous, dude. She he had one of those sneaking suspicions. So scandalous. 
this? She was sleeping in his bed at his house, and he looked through her phone and was like, bing, bing, bing. He woke her up and said, hey, get the f*** out of my house. There's Jeez. a lot of in this phone that aren't mine. Yeah, what's that all about? So he came over, and we got kind of drunk, and then we went and got some pancakes. At IHOP? At Flapjacks, actually. Ooh. In Burien. Flapjacks is the action. Except for it's like uh, one of those uh, restaurants where they treat you like on purpose, but like not on purpose. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. The worst service I've ever had in my f***ing life. But you're kind of like, all right, it's the deal. That's the gimmick. I'm sure it didn't help, though, that we were like pretty drunk at like nine in the morning. <laughs> oh, my God. Was that this morning? <laughs> no, no. It was earlier in the week. And he, like, I had to keep going, dude, you got to stop saying f*** and like that loud. Jesus. Calm at 9 a.m. You're scaring the old folks. So like, that uh, I was sitting at my computer desk the other day, earlier Fabbing. this week. Yeah, you know, taking care of business. And I saw out of the corner of my eye in my closet my Pokemon collection. So I looked it up. Dude, I've got like $4,500 worth of Pokemon Damn. cards. What? You gonna unleash those? Or you gonna bring them back to the game? Oh, yeah. I'm bringing them back to the table. Fuck up some nine-year-olds. Damn, dude. So that's a weird thing that happened. Pokemon. So you could, uh, you know, you could make some serious cash, dude. You need to make rent. Can cash in the Pokemon cards. So you know, now I need, of, to, I need to figure out where to sell them. Now is the problem. Speaking of f***ing up nine year olds, I went down to uh, oh, to Card God. Kingdom with my Magic decks uh, <laughs> a month or two ago, and I figured, oh man, I'm going to show some of these kids what's up. This little f***ing bat kid beat me third <laughs> round. Just like I got my ass kicked repeatedly over and over and over again by these little kids, and then why you got to body shame a ten year old? Finally, I got so frustrated with it, I wanted to turn to him and be like, you know what? I've touched a vagina. I oh. just take my deck and go home. I was getting real petty about it too, and then I was like, why do I even care? These why kids are so nine mad? years old. What you, the f you, f you, you and he goes, victory. I don't care. I'm nine. <laughs> He's like, I don't even know. That's gross. Yeah. How that, old do you think he you was? You probably have real? cooties. Uh, I, th I think the kid was like nine, ten years old. His dad's going to beat your ass. Dude, well, I just sat down at a table with my deck, and, you know, I'd been playing with a friend of mine for a little bit, and he went to the bathroom, and so, you know. Card Kingdom rules. Like, the couple times that I've walked in there, it's been f***ing full. It's lit. Yeah. It's great. Dude, the the back bar in that place is so rad, too, because they have all kinds of board games and card games yeah. that you can play while you're drinking. Do you think they'd buy my Pokemon cards? They... They might. They'll hustle Actually, me, because, dude, like, when I was... eBay I was, is the place to go for Pokemon cards, No, bro. no, I'll... I got a couple mm. websites I can give you. Yeah. That, that'll help you out. Pornhub.com? Yeah, that's one of them. That's the only website I go to. Yeah, yeah. What's the internet? You know, that oh, is the speaking internet. Speaking of, Pornhub is actually starting a really awesome um, God. company this week. So, Pornhub is not only making pornography, but this week they've actually started a program that's uh, it's, it's informational videos teaching kids about sex and sexually transmitted diseases. And it's like a uh, it's like a sex information website to teach kids, um, like you know, because maybe. You know, in this new America, there won't be any uh, actual sex uh, education. Mm. So they're actually doing a good thing for once and uh, teaching kids about sex. Because there's probably a lot of people that watch porn and they're just like, don't actually know anything about a woman's vagina. Or like, is there four holes? Or? Like, what is that? Yeah. So, like, is it going to be connected to Pornhub? Is, like, there going to be a picture of a girl getting on the side? No, no, it? no. It's going to be, like, an informational, like, uh, education-based sexual... Uh, education website with probably links to uh, porno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see this in action. Oh, man. That's wild. Click here. Uh, I can't imagine what that's like for a young person like entering the sexual realm for oh, the my first God. time. Like that didn't exist. It's been like, it hasn't even been that long, like 15 years. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like the only porn that I think I ever had as a kid because I lived next to like an army reserve base. Oh, yeah. Was like an old hustler that some dude threw out of his car and I found it in in a ditch. Oh, dude. Porn in the woods? It was a thing when what? we were growing what up, What was dude. the deal with that? Why was there always some f***ing weird porn just left in the woods somewhere? It dude? was because it was someone like us that probably found their parents' porn and then that's the only place they, they could couldn't... bring it. Right. And not get in trouble. They would put it out there and uh, or it was just a f***ing homeless dude who looks like Ryan. In the forest. <laughs> yep. No, that was me. Thing. That was me, dude. Funny story about the- that. Exact like woods porn. So my buddy James, when we were like eleven, uh, his neighbor's house across the street burned down. Damn. And so he's like eleven. So of course he went in the fucking house, right? And he found a huge trunk full of porn still in there, and he didn't have anywhere to put it, so he buried it in the woods. <laughs> and someone <laughs> found it and stole it all. So yeah, uh, that's how it happens. I think. Yeah, we, porn? we found a giant garbage bag full of porn, just what? like the gnarliest stuff. Right, uh, it was right behind the music <laughs> building at my high school. Jesus! And so we, uh, we was your music teacher. We we took the whole bag and uh, we put it in my buddy John's car, and uh, him and his girlfriend and I all got in the car and we were just like, "What are we gonna do with this huge bag of porn?" <laughs> so then I'm just like, I'm just like <laughs> rifling through it and I'm like, "Dude, look at this freaking messed up picture here." Jesus. And so then. Uh, his girlfriend, him looking at another <laughs> naked chick, she just couldn't f- handle it. Uh, yeah. So she, uh, so we, she ended up just like drive. She was driving the car at the time. <laughs> she just set she it drove all on fire. To um to this park, <laughs> like this park where little kids play. What? She walked over to this fountain, no! this giant fountain. Took all the porn, dumped oh, it into the fountain, God. like just dumped it up. Was oh, like tearing up water? magazines. Yeah, into the water. So oh. there's like all these pictures floating around in this fountain oh. where these little kids go to hang out. Mommy, what's that? Holy. That looks like like you, mommy. That's like domestic terrorism. (laughs) Two porno stories here, okay? The one porno that I remember distinctly seeing in the forest uh, was called... (laughs) I was a child. How did we get on this topic? Hey, man, sometimes things need to get talked about, okay? And the porno was called the Country Bumpkin. (laughs) (laughs) In the woods. In the woods, and so, you know. and uh, Jesus. I also remember... That all bets were off, and uh, my life was completely changed when my friend Kenny moved into these new apartments in Kent, and uh, they had these special like uh, cable package you'd never seen before. They got the Spice Channel and oh. the Playboy Channel, and I was 11 years old, and all I wanted to watch was wrestling or Spice nasty Channel. hardcore porn. And there were days Jesus. when he had to watch. God, what? Okay, if you just stopped yourself. He had, to, probably he had to watch his one-year-old his one-year-old brother, Aww. and he would be like, "Hey, Carl, just stand in the corner. You can't watch this." And he would seriously just watch porn for like four hours straight while his Jesus. brother would just be playing with toys and stuff. Traumatized. Ugh. My buddy John. My buddy John's mom uh, used to date a cable technician, so they had like the old school black box, oh, but it literally yeah. spliced into yep. the wires above yeah. their house. And yeah, it was like Playboy Every Channel. Every sick pay per view. Uh, yeah, that too. Oh, man, wrestling, cool. boxing, Lots of wrestling, yeah, exactly. Concerts, it's great. Man, we're f- movies. Uh, so yeah, imagine what the generation after us is going to be like. Who knows? Speaking I- of pay per view, did you guys hear about that Australian guy that got dinged for live streaming pay per view on his Facebook page? Damn! Like he just set up hmm. his phone. You know how you can do Facebook Live? Yeah. He set up his phone pointing at the TV from a pay per view event, and the company that owned the cable yeah. network. Yeah. Called the guy, oh, they, and so wow. you can hear the conversation in the background of the video. And while he's it's just happening, like, yeah, yeah. While it's happening, he's just like, "I'm just live streaming, mate." 
It's like, I got like 80,000 views right oh now. I'm not going to turn it off. This is the most action my page has ever gotten. That's the thing like about that with the big companies like that. They'll f***ing sue you, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got hell of a he's, like, he's like, how did you even find my number? He's like, no, no. that's not it. That couldn't be it. That's we not me. <laughs> Dude. Uh, They'll I'd, show up at your front door. Speaking of something completely unrelated, I've been going to a lot of awesome shows lately. I went and saw Alsace the other day God. from France. Yeah, I wanted to go. Uh, went to the Mayhem show for a little while. Black Anvil was really cool. Travis Bacon Travis, plays yeah. in uh, Black Anvil yeah. now. Um, they, they sounded really good. I went and saw Less Than Jake, some ska the other night. Yeah. It was really good. I saw AFI last week. Uh, yeah, been going to some good shows, metal and not so metal. You said it'd been 15 years since you'd seen AFI too? Yeah, that's, uh... They played some uh, good stuff? Yeah, they played, a uh, good mixture. They played the late, the oldest stuff they played, I think, was, um, The Boy Who Destroyed the World. Ooh, I, from, I love that song. Yeah, that rules off the All Hollows EP? No, from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah, okay. How dare I? <laughs> yeah, I went, uh, late 2015 with Benny from the Hollow Points to go see them on Halloween in Portland. Nice. Cool. I remember really that. cool, yeah. It was fun. So let's just shut the up then, eh? About our weird ass lives. Well, we're still here. The world is still here for now. Let's still talk about. Let's we'll talk. Here. I'm an SEOG, and don't you forget it. After all these fucking years. All right. Uh, it's a good year for metal, man. It's gonna be a lot of angry, pissed off coming out this year. Uh, Iron Reagan just put out their new record this week. Been looking forward to that. Crossover Ministry, that's the whole record right here. You want to play a clip of one of these? Or? Sure. Yeah, their new album's Crossover Ministry. Let's play the song called F*** The Neighbors. Hey, neighbor. Yard looks great. <laughs> uh, anyhow, hey, is the party evening tonight or tomorrow or... Strangers are dancing, I keep my voice down. Just because it's Friday, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. To the neighbors, your yard. Ryan's neighbors. <laughs> oh, I like my neighbors. I don't. They fucking suck. How so? Because they're fucking ass. I don't know who your neighbors are. What <laughs> <laughs> to say? It's a little old lady that dog sits. Yes, she sucks, dude. Yeah, that lady. I did. Oh, that's why you're so angry. <laughs> Uh, Life of Agony is back. Yeah! A uh, new record called A Place Woo! Where There's No More Pain. Yeah, man. It's uh, definitely their older Life of Agony was a little bit more like hardcore sounding. But, uh, you know, if you followed the band through their through their uh, career, they definitely got a lot more melodic. This new one sounds a little bit like Velvet Revolver to me. This is the title track. Let's play it for a second. Catch. That's super hook. catchy. Let me skip like halfway in here. No, 
You know what? I could honestly hear that being played here on regular hours on KISW. That would be awesome. And uh, shout out to Steve Miggs. That's one of his favorite bands of all time. He grew up uh, in Brooklyn, so he was oh. always talking about how he's three favorite bands. He would go see uh, he would go see Life of Agony, go see Biohazard, and go see Typo Negative. Nice. Those were like the bands from his block. And uh, he also saw Madball a bunch of times in Vision of Disorder. That so. rules. Steve's down with the underground. He's got a Biohazard tattoo on his leg. That rules. April 28th, the new record's coming out on Napalm Records. So there was a recent interview with Steve, Milli- Steve and Millie Grimmett to update fans on uh, Steve Grimmett's ongoing medical condition. Um, yeah, so there was uh, actually members of Venom, Inc. and also Anthrax. Uh, that joined in the conversation, and it was a two-hour-long interview with uh, Jimmy K of Canada, uh, Canada's, Canada's The Metal Voice radio show, and uh, they're actually decided that there's going to, they, uh, sorry, they announced that there would be a special fundraiser show in Grimmett's hometown of uh, in England, and it's going to be April 1st, and it's going to be at Brian Keene, it's going to be organized by Brian Keene at Riff's Bar. Yeah, they said he's had four operations, and the reason why is because he's getting his f***ing leg cut off. Jesus. He's getting his leg amputated, man. Imagine that. Like, what the f***? I had a dream a couple weeks ago that I lost my left hand. Ooh. Like, I shot my left hand off with a gun. Could happen. Yeah. Yes, it could. (laughs) And it's one of those things where it's like, you have the immediate reaction of, well, here's all the things I'm never going to do again, and then you go, oh, my f***ing hand is gone. So, he's the singer, thankfully, he's not, like, the guitar player or whatever, and you don't play guitar with your f***ing toes. Yeah. But, man, I just, I just feel bad for the guy, he's had lots of, like, blood clotting problems and everything, and he just had to get his f***ing leg cut off. If you're, if you're unfamiliar with who we're talking about, it's Steve Grimmett, the vocalist of uh, the classic metal band Grim Reaper. Grim Reaper just came through Seattle, actually, at the Highline. They still got it, man. They killed it. And uh, actually, Steve did a uh, duet with Amy from, um, from Substratum. They oh, wow. both sang See You in Hell together. Sick. It was awesome. You know she's pumped. Yeah, we'll hell yeah. That. You well, can maybe, see it on YouTube. Maybe they can hook him up to some kind of like track that runs across the stage and have the stump hooked up to the track, <laughs> so it'll just like... Jesus. No, Ryan. I guess we all gotta make fun of everything, Ryan. God. Yep. Jesus. Uh, Finnish band Winter Sun is back with a new record called The Forest Seasons. Awesome. Uh, it's been a few years, but the... Let me look at the artwork here. That's awesome. It's like uh it's kind of peaceful, actually. It's like a, a babbling brook in the forest. Looks like a painting you would buy at like th- that mall store with like all the <laughs> knives. <laughs> I like that store. That's like your favorite store. You can buy cigars in the back, and then the knives and like um, the Wolverine hands. Uh, Arch Spire just announced a U.S. tour. Be cool to see them come back. And the one date they're doing in the Northwest is in Tacoma at at the Real Art. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Cool. Very cool to see Real Art doing big things. Uh, just last night they had Expire's last Northwest show ever. Looked big. Yeah, it looked pretty huge. Just like my penis. Oh, whoa, hey. Mm. Too keep, bad it's not. Keep dreaming. It's the angles. So if uh, you heard anything about seventy thousand tons of metal, it's this awesome metal cruise. Uh, it's like I think it's a whole week. It goes from uh, Florida to Mexico and tons of awesome bands. Vance from Devils of Luden, uh, he actually did a, uh, also a duet with Cattle Decapitation uh, on stage on Hell the yeah. on the fucking battleship, bro. So uh, yeah, you can check it out right now. Was he wearing a life preserver like AJ with his fucking battle patches on it and shit? That's the most LJ? epic. L- God damn it! I'm sorry, LJ. <laughs> Don't stab me in my sleep. So check it out right now. This is their duet. I gotta bring up my buddy Vance. For 
Jersey out here is Big Vance. What the f up, son? Ain't touch. Let's see you, Crouser, for life soccer. Uh, Metal Blade Records just uh, hit a very big year. They, it was their 35th anniversary this year, and they Metal Blade has been around, like, not since the beginning, but they have put out some of the most influential records in heavy metal ever. Slayer! Brian Slagle is a, a f***ing true, true till death. He loves hockey, that's for sure. Uh, so last week, Metal Blade Records got inducted into the Heavy Metal Hall of Fame. I think Metal Shop needs to get inducted into the Heavy Metal Hall of Fame. Maybe one day. Well, Damn it. I mean, honestly, not us, maybe, but because we... No. We. Us. The show has been around for so long, maybe. But uh, Eddie Trunk uh, from the... Is is uh, that metal show still around? or is No, that, but he still done. does his own show. So he was in... They were inducted um, alongside with uh, uh, performances by the Dio Disciples, uh, Tim Ripper Owens, and a bunch of other bands. Slayers, Carrie King were there. And so congratulations to Metal Blade Records. So Black Sabbath is done. R.I.P. to the gods. Uh, they played their final show in Birmingham. And, uh, I mean, it's f***ing awesome. And Ozzy came out and did an interview this week and said that Tony Iommi is the king of demonic heavy metal riffs. True. I think he's right. Oh, yeah, man. And then without fail, Ozzy, like, or someone who runs Ozzy's Twitter came out and said, Cool, time for some Ozzy tours. Because I'm not stopping. Sharon! Exactly. I think I have an idea of who it is. Um, during a recent interview, speaking of Eddie Trunk, uh, of Eddie Trunk on Sirius XM channel uh, 106, cheap plug, Rob Halford from Judas Priest, the metal god himself, he said uh, that Judas Priest deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think it's true. I mean, we just talked about the Metal Hall of Fame with uh, Metal Blade, and God damn it, Rob Halford. He's so true. So true to true. He's so he's so true. He's Rob Halford true, is very true. Rob Halford is so right on with that. I mean, if I can't think of another band other than say Iron Maiden, another metal band that needs to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame more than fucking Judas Priest. Speaking of which, did you guys see that the hologram of Ronnie James Dio made its U.S. debut this week? Hmm. Yeah, that that was a little. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I mean, it's kind of cool. I hope it's not like a money grab, but they're going to be doing a tour. You hope it's not a money grab? What else would it be? <laughs> hey, man, I'm trying to look on the bright side of life. <laughs> I mean, I, I watched it. I teared up Don't look bit. at the bright side, because the bright side is looking straight into the hologram, and you will go blind. So it's Dio Disciples, who are the dudes who are in Dio, uh, playing with Dio's hologram. So it's live music with I'm uh, clearly pre-recorded vocals. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, they're going to be doing a tour, so maybe they'll come to the Northwest. Who knows? I, uh, honestly, it feels a little weird, but I'd still f***ing go. You know what? I, I can't wait till they have a WWF <laughs> WrestleMania with holograms. Go see Andre the Giant wrestle Dusty Rhodes, like Jamie Snuka versus Roddy Piper, but Dude, they would be in their prime. <laughs> whatever. In it's going to f***ing happen, too. We'll all be holograms. None of us will exist anymore. We'll be just... Skynet will be self-aware. I could be chilling at home while making money. So, Ryan, this is the weirdest thing I think I've ever said on this podcast. Actually, that's not f***ing true. Let's talk about hair for one quick second, right? Okay. So, I bought some beard balm today. <laughs> all right. I know all you're right. all about that, right? No, no. Well, I'm, I'm not about the beard balm, but I, I am about the beard oil. Yeah. So, what's the difference, man? Because it's it- been about four months for me. It's been the longest I ever went. I think the, uh, I think the balm is kind of more of a, a waxy... Thing, you know, Cause I have a wiry, f-ing homeless beard. Ginger so. beard. You're, well, you're, you're starting to thicken up a little bit. You oh. know, you, your beard's pudging. I'm trying. See, remember when you were growing your hair out, Kevin? And yeah. You're always a hat guy. <laughs> I was never a hat guy, but you have to get through the phase. Yeah, I was just hat for that whole. Mine was just my hood. Yeah. I looked like a ass. Well, you had emo hair for a little while. <laughs> hey, did hey. he have the swoosh? Did Not really. No. He just had a, a hood up and made him look like f-ing mad at the world for a while. <laughs> We'd be going on stage to do a stage announcement with his hood up. Like, oh, when my ruiner hoodie. <laughs> so, yeah, I bought some beard balm, but like, you have a f-ing huge beard. How do you not have like birds and bugs? And He does. <laughs> well, I, you got to keep that clean. Yeah, I shampoo, I shampoo and condition and then I brush it in the morning, just like I would the hair on my head if I had any of that left. Yeah. He just hides Which that under have. a beanie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I gotta keep my dome warm, dude. But what do you use? Uh, I don't know. I have a couple different oils like, that I, I use. I don't know. You know? Some yeah, just some that I bought online. My my girlfriend made me beard oil. She, really? She researched what's in beard oil, went to the store, bought the different essential oils that are that are used in beard oil, mm. and then added, uh, it's like a smoked, a smoky bourbon scent, so it mm. smells like I'm just like fucking wasted out of my mind whenever yeah. I use you're it. You're just permanently hungover. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you, you actually smell like a homeless guy. Yeah, I actually Ooh. smell fucking homeless. And I was just saying, Kevin, <laughs> I think you should give it a shot again, man. No, you see, I don't have hair on my head, I don't have hair on my chin, but I do have pube balm. <laughs> you need you seriously. I mean, I'm not gonna. Did that bust, come with your flashlight? Bust my balls out. See, I want to see Kevin with a Fu Manchu. God I think it. you could rock the unholy. Out of the I have Fu one. Man. Right, I have one right now. Hold on, let me. No, You're what? trying to look at my. <laughs> I have the biggest Fu Manchu I've ever had in my life. Oh. Is that your nose, or you're just happy to see me? It's. I have great pubes. <laughs> As usual, this takes my a flashlight turn. loves it. Takes a I'm, turn for I'm the f- you on that on Facebook right now. I have, I great, have great pubes, Kevin. <laughs> Don't. My mom will see that. That's awful. Aww. My grandma will see that too. It's not like how do we transfer out of that? There's that was no, last there's year. There's no. <laughs> so you know how a bunch of bands always break up or split, and then they start one band that's the same thing with a different fucking ending at the end. Absolutely. Entombed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's Venom with Kronos, and now Venom Inc., and uh, they have a tentative uh, debut record, actually not tentative, coming out on Nuclear Blast later this year. Oh, yeah. So there's two Venoms, Venom Inc. and Venom. Venom Inc. is actually... (coughs) Venom Inc. has come through the Northwest twice on the same tour. 
But uh, Kronos is beefing with Venom Inc, dude. Mm, yep. he, he's like, you know what? F*** you. So there's Venom Inc, and then there's Venom, and then there's, of course, like Rhapsody and Rhapsody of Fire, and then there's like Cro-Mags and Harley Flanagan's Cro-Mags. <sighs> Scrambled eggs, Cro-Mags. Sepultura, and then there's uh, Return to Roots. It's good times, man. So, okay. Oh, and then there's a f***ing Black Flag, and then Flag. And Flag, and Off. And Off, and... Man, that was weird. Played with Black Black Flag a couple of times. That was weird! Yes. You did play with Black Flag. That's right. Hey! Yo! <laughs> so, remember a few months ago when Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne, like, separated? Or, like, looked like they were going to get a divorce? Like, that's oh, ever going to happen. Good old sex addict Ozzy. So, <laughs> Ozzy's backtracked on the claims that he's a sex addict, and here's the quote. I'm in a fucking rock band, aren't I? <laughs> there have always been groupies. I just got caught, didn't I? It was a bump in the road. <laughs> a bump on something. Uh. Yeah, so Sharon put out the, the press release that said, Over the last six years, Ozzy Osbourne has been dealing with a sex addiction. He is sorry if the lady's name, his mistress or whatever, took their sexual relationship out of context. Uh, that's what they told People Magazine. How dare she take that out of context? I'm in a fucking rock band, aren't I? So, Ozzy, uh... I don't even know what to say. Good for you, Ozzy, I he guess. He enjoys to have sexual relations with many old... I mean, look. That said, though, like, imagine their relationship is clearly like a business relationship with Sharon and, and Ozzy and whatnot. I think she kind of keeps him... In line. Moderately in check. Obviously not. <laughs> I wonder if that dude would have had a career if he hadn't of. Ended up with Sharon. Like, because Ozzy doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's ever really had it fully together. Well, clearly he went off the rails. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to go slap myself now. Sabbath, he had Iomi kind of running the show. And then with his solo career, Sharon kind of took care of all the business side of things. He's never really had to run that side of everything. He, he just has to stay alive. Yeah, he just has to continue to exist. It's a decent goal. Hey, I'm going to try and wake up tomorrow. I'm just going to try to have my liver not fail me. Remember when he choked on the vitamin? And almost died. <laughs> Let's get off this stuff. This is sad, dude. Oh, uh, we love you, Ozzy. I mean, Ozzy's invincible. That's, that's my conclusion, I think. Uh, okay, so you were talking about ex-members doing new bands and whatnot. Here's a good story about that. Um, when Bolt Thrower decided to hang it up, to uh, throw in the towel... Few members didn't want to do music anymore, but then some of the dudes did, and uh, they still liked what they were writing. They still liked writing heavy riffs and death metal, so they uh, joined up with other members, former members of Benediction. Uh, kind of funny, we actually saw the Bolter and Benediction tour that came through Seattle. Um, but both those bands come together for a band called Memoriam. And it sounds just like Bolt Thrower. And it's fucking sick. So, uh, yeah, they're uh, For the Fallen is the name of the record. Coming out March 24th on Nuclear Blast. Uh, let's play a song or a few seconds of a song right now. It's Surrounded by Death.
right. Well, if you want to drop a good amount of dime, uh, the Imp- Emperor B- Complete Works box set is released. This is insane. Now, uh, it took nearly four years for the entire Emperor official Complete Works box set to finished, and uh, dudes from the band said that they made so many, 30 trips to the post office, uh, where they took the entire back area to the point where the postal workers couldn't even... move around for several days when they were sending this out. So I, I can't even make one trip to the post office. Um, they have they have a very limited amount, but let me count here. There's like one, two, I, three, I four. 24. 24 LPs, beautiful artwork, lots of, oh man, this is just a record nerd, a black metal nerd's dream, dude. This is f***ing sick. And it's out now. Celebrating the 25th anniversary of Emperor. It doesn't say how much it costs on here, but what do you think? I'd say a couple, few hundred bucks yeah, at it's least. It's gotta be like three hundred, probably at least, right? Yeah. I mean, how, think about how much Ryan. Think about how much it costs to print twenty-four copies of LPs and whatnot. It's, Just the cost, right there. Well, it's it's expensive. It's insanely expensive. Oh, thanks, Ryan. Yeah. It's expensive. Yes, it is. Who's gonna get it? Uh, Martin Shrecknell or whatever the. F- that guy's name is Shkreli. Shkreli, the an evil villain. Zion's that bought Gate. the Wu Tang Clan album. I bought all the copies of every Emperor record, and that you can't have them. That dude's a piece. Of yeah, but he owns it, and he's an evil villain. I kind of <laughs> like him because the fact that he exists in the world will make the superheroes exist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> On a good note, Nazem is uh, putting out a 90 minute final con. The- a 90-minute documentary film live show of their final concert ever. It's going to be debuting at the Copenhagen Music Film Festival on April 27th. That's awesome, dude. Very cool. Nazem's incredible. It's called Blasting <laughs> to Bits. Ah, I like it. <laughs> That's Perfect. awesome. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a Danish film festival extravaganza. So the Nine Lives, Nine Lives benefit took place this past weekend. Uh, it was to help I Hate God frontman Mike Nines with his mounting medical expenses. He had a liver transplant. Apparently he's doing a lot better. And uh, it took place at the Siberia and Poor Boys venues in Williams' hometown of New Orleans, Louisiana. And they raised over $20,000. That's dude. awesome. They had uh, appearances by Crowbar, Superjoint, Goat Whore, Classhole, Mountain Wizard, Flesh Parade, Something's Burning, Grissom, Thou, Weather Warlock, Dummy Dumpster, Child Bite, Bauer, Bruce Lamont, Fat, Stupid, Ugly People, <laughs> Suplex, Paul Bearers, not Paul Bearer, Paul Bearers, Die Rots, Lethal Aggression, and Recluse. All together for one cause. Wait, did you say there was a band called Fat, Stupid, Ugly People? Mm-hmm. Genius. That's a fantastic band name. <laughs> See, the thing is, like, in the FSU, metal... actually. <laughs> it... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fat, stupid, ugly. Get it? FSU Fs up. Yeah. So, the thing is, like, in the underground <laughs> punk hardcore metal world, raising $20,000 is, like, a monumentally, like, crazy thing. The thing is, though, like, how much... I covered, like, 30 minutes of his medical bills. Seriously. <laughs> I mean... It's insane. So, I mean, good for them. That's awesome. And I'm just glad to hear he's doing better. On August 9th, a huge show, Metallica and Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, This is going to be at Century Link Field, and uh, it's going to be presented by KISW. All the shows, I think 
minus Metal Shop, have tickets to give away. <laughs> so you're going to have to listen during the day if you want to win tickets to uh, to Metallica. This is the first time since their Death Magnetic tour that they came through. And, uh, you know, honestly, you could talk as much trash as you want about Metallica. They put on a f***ing spectacular show. Yeah. I, I, I need to, to see that. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing live band. And, uh, you know, they cut the crap on their, li- their stuff. Uh, they don't really play too much of their stuff from the... Mid '90s, to be honest, they mm. play a lot of old stuff and some of the newer stuff, and they play some covers and can kill it, man. Sound great. Uh, the latest band to put out some booze is a band called Entombed. Uh, Alex Hellid's uh, teaming up with brewmaster Andre Furukawa from Mackin Brewery. Mackin Brewery. It's called, and I think I'm going to pronounce this super incorrectly. Entombed Severage. 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 It's a German lager style beer. Uh, it's a, got an IBU of 35 and a 5.2% alcohol content. <laughs> Damn. Ooh. So why doesn't any of these, why don't any of these fucking bands put out an IPA so I can drink it and like it? Neither one of you guys give a <laughs> that. I'll figure it out. I'll do my research. Yeah, Alki. Shut up, Ryan. Beardy. It was announced this week by Alternative Press that As I Lay Dying frontman Tim Lambesis has been released from prison after serving less than half of his six-year sentence for conspiracy to commit murder against his f***ing ex-wife. He tried to hire someone to kill his ex-wife for $1,000. Turned out it was an undercover cop. So not only did he get offered $1,000, and I think he was going to have his wife murdered in front of his f***ing kids. What a scumbag. So he was supposed to be in prison for six years, mm-hmm. did less than three. Now he has a book deal, a record deal, and is getting married again. Yep. Hey. Like right off the bat. And it looks like Tim Lamboops is, is, uh, <laughs> already has a wedding registry up, so if you want to go buy a scumbag guy some scumbag gifts. Yeah. It's not public anymore, but it was for a second there. It, oh, it was for a second. Oh, okay. I'd, I'd buy really, him another cycle of roids. I really like this plate set. Can we get him just like um, a bra? A bra. That'd be oh. funny as That would be hilarious. See, I, Send him a gift from Metal Shop. I was gonna I was gonna say a Yikes. breast pump. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ryan. <laughs> so Prong has a new record coming out in the summer. That's that's the news story. Cool. It's called Zero Days. No title or no uh, date yet. Just summer. Nice. New prong. New death uh death metal record by God Dethroned. They are Dutch and they are badass. The world ablaze is the name of the album coming out May 5th on Metal Blade Records. It's their first one since 2010 under the sign of the Iron Cross, which is a f-ing sick record. And, uh, yeah, should be cool. Kevin, I know you listen to the Josta podcast from time to time. Yeah, man, I get my Monster Energy drink on. <laughs> get your hate wear, camo shorts. Sorry, Jamie, don't Rebel fucking- Rebel 8, bro! Don't punch me, man. But they have a new song, Chasing Demons. Uh, hate Breed just put out a new record last year. But uh, Howard Jones, formerly of Killswitch Engage, is on the new song. And it's just like you said, it's uh, pretty much a mixture. Yeah, let's check out a little bit of it right now. If we're asleep, head too hard with the keys. Something must wake us with the answers we God, that was so good. Oh man, the singies and the screamies. 
we're cool. So Gene Hoagland <laughs> is one of the best uh, best drummers in metal. He's the Atomic Clock. He is uh, fucking unfuckable. And Dark Angel was one of his first bands when he was very young, and they haven't put out a record since 1991. And it sounds like they have a six-song EP on the way out soon. Nice. So look forward to that. This is the weirdest band name, Power Flow. And it features Biohazard guitarist uh, Billy, Billy G, and Fear ex-Fear Factory bassist and guitarist Christian Oldie Wolf. What are you Wolpers. laughing at, Ryan? It sounds like a f***ing toilet break. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Give you a Power Flow. It's, uh, it's the group whose lineup is rounded out by Sendog from Cypress Hill. Tight. Uh, and Rogelio from Downset. No sh- Yeah, so this is gonna be an interesting album. Wow. It's got Cypress Hill, Downset, Biohazard, Fear Factory. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be f***ing 90s-tastic, dude. I need my trip <laughs> trip pants and let's get f***ing <laughs> legit in the pit, bro. Uh, the Guarbecue 2017 has been canceled, or not canceled, but just not scheduled. Uh, it says that they've been very busy playing Pokemon Go. And they haven't had the time to set it up, but in in all seriousness, Guar is taking the time to make a new record. Nice. So that's the reason that they're not going to do it this year. They have other shit. And they're, they're on top of putting together a new record, they're putting together an entirely new stage show. They're oh. revamping everything and starting from the ground up. So Guar is yet again reinventing themselves. Oh, they have a lot of new heads to cut off. They do. They do. I am... I just realized Guar is going to be really, really awesome for the next couple of years. <laughs> oh, that's true. I, I think I know someone that they're going to kill on stage. Mm, I wonder who it is. Okay, anyways, <laughs> uh, next story. Six Feet Under has a new song, uh, and it's off the album Torment, coming out uh, February 24th. Yeah. Separation of flesh from bone. We're going to try and get Lord Marco in the studio here. Six Feet Under, it's their 12th studio album. So let's check it out. A little bit of it right now. It's brutal. We're not going to let you out of Metal Shop's backstage pass without a little bit of brutal poetry too hot for radio. Tonight, Kevin goes back to 2005 off of a record called War of the Toilet Gear. Here's Corpse F***ing Art with a song called I Glue. Kevin, take it away. I Glue. (laughs) A collage of paper mache. I Glue to stick colored cardboard sheets together. Children can play with vowels, teachers with consonants, mommy with the apostrophe. I glue, an excuse to misspell a song title. I glue, cannibal corpse will have the fun. The colored sheets are joined in various shapes. Fantasy makes glue drip out of the nose. Pick the letters and put them together. Endless amusements, colored cardboard sheets, I f- f- glue. 
That was oddly artistic. I do like that. It's like a fucking paper mache. Poem. <laughs> Let's make a paper mache globe, guys. Uh, no. Let's Teachers the with the consonants. <laughs> Mommy with the apostrophe. Wow. Well, we're all going to hell, and so are you for listening to that. Thanks for listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass this week. Any final words this week, gentlemen? Valentine's Day? Paper mache? Um, Flashlight? Spatula. What I the f*** does that mean? I don't know, man. It's a good word. <laughs> I blue. All right, we'll see you guys again next week. And go This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.